Hello, welcome back. One more time, God's Diamonds in the Rough. Amen. The podcast, we are in the building one more time. Amen. Amen. We hope all is well with everyone. Uh, we are moving right on into episode, what are we, number 17. Amen. I'm, Amen. I'm so excited because last week's episode was packed full of goodness. It's, it's always is. Yes. And, you know, it, it feel good to dive into the Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good nuggets, good yeah. nuggets. Amen. Um, so, don't y'all forget at the end of this, amen, or at some point, do us a favor. Support the show. Amen. amen. So, let's see. Amen. Because, look, we trying to do this full time. Amen. I do this full time with my husband. He doesn't. He, work, he works his uh, 50 hours, 60 hours a week. Amen. Um, and we trying to get him out of that. Yeah. Amen. Just giving. We want to do ministry full time at some point. Amen. Amen. Both of us together. Amen. So every penny that you give is going back into the kingdom. Amen. So we're about to pray. Then we're going to dig right in. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you as humble as we know how to say thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for the provision that you give us on an everyday basis. We pray in the name of Jesus as we dive into your word that you would go along with us and lead us by your Holy Spirit. We pray in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would change some things in our lives that people that do not know you would just simply cry out to you, what must I do to be saved? We pray in the name of Jesus and ask your forgiveness for anything we might have said, done, thought or even thought about that's not pleasing your sight that you'll graciously forgive us and change us from the inside out for we know that your love changes from the heart outwardly we pray in the name of jesus as you change our hearts from the inside that will be shared abroad to the whole world that the whole world will come running to you and ask you what must they do to be saved Mm-hmm. These things we ask all in Jesus' name. We say thank you, Lord. and we say amen, 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 and amen. Amen, amen, amen. So we left off last week. We were talking about uh, hope, still kind of talking about hope, amen. Uh, we when we were talking about, what was we talking about? How it is that um, the ungodly, how we should love Learn how to love our neighbor properly, mm-hmm. Amen. And how the fact that uh, a smile, uh, a word of encouragement, can turn somebody from death to life, bringing that hope back, Amen. So, you have anything you want to say, honey? You know, I, I think it's it's you know it's wonderful how God gives us a model to go by or a mm-hmm. template to go by. He said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you love yourself, why would you treat somebody else worse? Right. Right. I mean, if you got the true love, you got the love of God, and you're going to treat them the same, same way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Amen. If, if you have the love of God. Amen. Some folks, some, sometimes you can get, I'm going to say some folks, I'm going to just say sometimes you can get so full with knowledge that the love is absent because in getting see see here here is look you can get knowledge but without understanding you can't you can't be compassionate you can't be sympathetic to others you can't take 
the knowledge and simply beat people over the head with it. Or you can take the knowledge, get understanding, and when you get understanding, then you can sympathize with somebody else. Because you remember in those moments, you remember, I used to be there. I remember where God brought me. Look how far God has brought me. And that that puts me into I don't, I'm not sure if it's a, a a scripture but or a saying but we can get so religiously that we're no earthly good mm. and we we got to realize hey I was once in that predicament or if it's not the same something mm-hmm. you know because he says in his word that there is no big sin or little sin right so we had to realize that hey I was once somewhere in that parameter mm-hmm. of life but God brought me from it mm-hmm. be, don't be quick to judge somebody of what they're doing right think back to what you might have done right right and you know with, with everything you just said well both of us and um we could actually go to verse eight in this um in these what we're talking about right mm-hmm Because, yeah, because verse eight says, but God commended, commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us all. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that just puts a stamp on everything just came out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we're all sinners, you know, and we have learned, you know, in the teaching of the spirit through you um, every day that. You know, the TH at the end of a word is an ongoing process. Right. right. Yeah. So he's ongoing processing his love towards us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And look, in verse 7, it says, for scarcely, for scarcely, scarcely. It's like one of those things you say by the skin of your teeth type of thing. Mm-hmm. So for a righteous man will one die. Righteous or unrighteous, we all going to die. Mm-hmm. Says, yet pre-adventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. As to say, you know, again, we're all going to die. Okay, how good or bad you are. Mm-hmm. We are going to die. Amen. And would you rather die? How, matter of fact, how do you want to die? Not, I'm not talking about like how you like literally die, like die in your sleep or whatever. Of course, everybody wants to die in their sleep because it's a peace, a peaceful transition. Um, but how do you want to leave this world? Do you want to leave this world with a good name? Do you want to leave this world known to be a praying woman, or praying God? I mean, or a praying man? Do you want to be known in this world that said oh, they made a difference? You know, they cared about somebody other than themselves. Mm-hmm. How How is it? How do you want to leave this world? You know, do you want to be known as the one who didn't judge by the sight of the eye? Do you want to be known as the one who everybody came to for advice or whatever have you? And you know, and I you think- know. I think it's a, it's I don't know if it's one scripture or two, but the and just what what you were just saying, you know, it's a saying that he's saying. He's saying, 
well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on in. Mm-hmm. But then he can turn around and say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for mm-hmm. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's the thing that he's you you that's being said is is the way you lead the world is God gonna open you with open arms mm-hmm. because when you get open with open arms it's like the embracement mm-hmm. of the love that He has for you mm-hmm. but if you're not doing the way things that you're supposed to do in the sight of God He's gonna tell you look I don't know you. Get away from me. Mm-hmm. Because Romans, I mean, Revelation, he said that about the lukewarm Christian. Right. You know, hot or cold, but lukewarm, he spew out his mouth. Mm-hmm. He don't want no parts of it. Right. He would rather you be cold hot. or hot, right. not in between. That's right. I mean, the Lord is, <clears throat> the Lord is definitely challenging us. A bunch of questions here. Mm-hmm. Amen. And they're questions that we can answer privately. Mm-hmm. Amen. These are answers, questions, answers, questions. Mm. <laughs> These are questions we should be answering privately. Mm-hmm. Amen. Privately, but express outwardly. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that we owe the world an answer, but when we say yes to God, we'll be willing and obedient. If we're willing with God, then we'll be obedient. Ob- I can't tell. Obedient. If we be willing with God, then we'll be obedient to God when we express the willingness. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's just how it works. And one one prime example on that is, you know, the water baptism. Mm-hmm. The water baptism is just mm-hmm. an outward show what has already taken place in the heart. Absolutely. That's a perfect demonstration. Yeah. Because you commit to God inwardly. That's like the question that you ask him privately. Mm-hmm. You're having that one-on-one communication with God the Father himself. Mm-hmm. And then you let it show outwardly. I mean, now that we've, we've, we've pretty much finished this. We're <laughs> uh, not, not finished, but we have dug deep. Uh, into this is really a place this is a heart moment and um, again the subject is or the whole title is what is it again <laughs> hold the on growth process yeah no is it the process of growth yeah that's what it is look he got it better than me look and I came up with it <laughs> ah it's actually process brings growth. Process brings growth. So we got a few more minutes left in the um, broadcast this, today. And here is the big question. Do you want to grow? Are you going to allow the process to change you? Now, you, you, we can't put a number on your process. Every pro, Everybody's process is different. But I'm going to tell you something. As long as you're living, you should be growing. God is never done with you. So it's time for you to go on to glory. 
process, you're continually, continually going to be challenged in this life. And the sooner we accept that and understand that, the better off we will be. There is always going to be something happening in your life to make you stronger, to make you better, to make you humbler, to make you more dependent upon him, to make you trust in God more. Always, always something trying your faith, always in the fire, coming out of the fire. Always. That was the reason why um, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 10 happened here. Because the Lord wants us to understand that life is going to happen. Whether we want it to happen or not, it's going to happen. And and I look at it, you know, like I said last last week episode, you know, the saying what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. If If God brought you through it, just know that. He's simply saying to you, I'm not done with you yet. There's mm-hmm. still more work to be done. Mm-hmm. That's right. I still have things that I need you to get in order for me. Mm-hmm. Because we are all servants of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And a servant is simply to serve. Mm-hmm. So if he's not, if you're still living, know that he still has a purpose for you to do. John 8, 31 and 32, it says, uh, He who, what is it? I think it's, who the sun sets free. No, 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 no. If you continue in my word, you shall be free. Be free indeed. John 8, 30 and th- 31 and 32. Um, that scripture is just another just another one of the ways that God says to us or the spirit speaks to us and says don't quit don't you give up you stay in his word no matter what life throws at you you stay in his word because the doctors are going to shake their head look the job is going to say no you know, things are going to happen. And he says to us, where is that? Yeah. He says, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. He says, if you continue in his word, you are his student. Mm-hmm. We are his students. And what do students do? They learn. We learn. He says, and ye shall know truth. You won't know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. The truth is what's going to make you free. And we've already established, his word established, that the truth doesn't always feel good. We have got to get, because we live in a world where everybody wants to just feel good. But feeling good ain't always good for you. Be free. You know, I don't want to be a man. I want to be a woman. So I'm going to be a woman because that's what I want to be. That's what feels right. God did not make you a woman if you're a man. And vice versa. Exactly. 
What do you do when you are a woman or you are a man and you feel like you are the opposite sex? What do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You pray. You get a personal relationship with Jesus and ask him, why do I feel this way? Something has happened in childhood that has made you feel like being the way that I am, being the way that God has created me to be, created me to be, I'm not comfortable with me. Why? This is just one, that's just one scenario of thousands of issues in life people are dealing with. They say, well, I didn't make myself this way. I don't want to be this way, but I don't know how to be any other way. And the solution is a relationship with your father. That is the solution. That's the truth. Because what did he say? He said, if you continue in his word, are you in his word? And and I and I will add to that too, you know, right there when it says that you are my disciples indeed, meaning a student. Even teachers are students. Are you willing to learn? Uh, students and teachers, well, teachers still have to learn. The best leaders are followers. The best followers are leaders. So just like we are teachers, we're students as well. But he says, if you continue in my word, he says, then... So you have to be in his word first before you even become the student. Did you hear that? Look, listen to us. You have got to be in his word so you will become a student. So you being in the word really has nothing to do with you learning at first. Being in the word really has everything to do with you just simply falling in love with Jesus. Because I'm going to tell you what, when you accept the sacrifice that he did for you, that is when the relationship begins. Then you begin to get in his word because he draws you to his word. And you stay in his word because you have become a student, because you want to learn more about this man you are in love with. Because the longer you stay with him, the more in love you become with him. Just like a marriage, we get together, we date and we flirt and all of that. And we realize, hey, I love this man. I love this woman. I think I want to spend my life with this woman. I want to spend my life with this man. So we go before God and we say, God, bond us together. When the Look, when the man or the woman decides, I, ex- I say I do to, to, to his proposal. Jesus has, has proposed to you. Will you marry me? You say, I do. The bond has been created. Just like a husband and wife, they say, I do. 
better, worse, richer, poor, sickness, health, death, tell us part. We establish that at the wedding ceremony. When you say yes to Jesus and his sacrifice, you said, come hell or high water, I'm going to stay with you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay. I'm not going nowhere. Both parties have decided, I'm not going nowhere. I'm staying with you. You are my one. You're my guy. You're my girl. I'm, you're my ride or die. I'm not going to live my life without you until God says it's time for one or the other to go home. Once you get into the marriage relationship, you begin, look, you heard me. Listen to me. Because <laughs> I'm a married woman and I get it. I've been married twice. So is he. Amen. Look, once we got together and we said I do, then we had to learn each other's ways. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. We had to learn each other's ways. Here's the beauty. Jesus already knows your ways. And he loves you anyhow. He loves you no matter what. Irregardless of your flaws and all, your bad attitude, your good attitude, doesn't matter. Jesus already accepted you before the very foundations of this world. That's what the Bible says. But he says, when we get married, we learn each other's ways. There is a oneness. A husband and a wife, there is a oneness. And they learn each other's ways. Where one is down, the other is up. They pick each other up. Amen. He said, you will know the truth. And the truth is what will set you free. Truth. So you become his student and you learn the rights and the wrongs of this world. You learn the kingdom business. You learn what it's about to really be in Christ and be of Christ. And I just want to add one thing to that because, you know, many times, you know, one thing is, is frowned upon is for when a man say, I love a man. But I'm here to tell you that Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and then the, the Greek. I'm here to say that, look, it's okay to say that you're in love with a man, especially when his name is Jesus Christ. Because many times when somebody say, oh, I love that man, and the first thing somebody look like, huh, what? Especially coming from a man's point of view. When they say, oh, I'm in love with that man. Especially when you're talking about Jesus Christ. Don't be ashamed of it. Hey, man. Awkward moment. Yeah. But okay. Awkward, but yeah. Okay. All right, honey. Y'all so, give me them awkward moments sometimes. So, um, that, I, that was, I mean, I just, I feel like I just kind of poured out a bucket of water. And I'm about, I'm done. I don't have nothing else, personally. But um, I did want to share. Next week we're gonna have a special guest, Amen. Uh, Miss Clarice Hicks, uh, and the entire we're just gonna be entitled "Overcoming the Odds." Um, we want her to share her story with you, uh, because truly, 
with everything that we've described from Romans 5, from 3 to 8, this woman, um, she's one of many examples and one of many stories where she fits the bill of this text. And so she's going to come and have a conversation with us. Amen. Next week. And y'all make sure y'all are here. She's, um, I, she'll share, she will share her story. Amen. Um, with you all when she comes. Um, I know some of her history. I don't know it all, but I do know that she has a powerful story. Amen. And we want her to share it with you. So y'all make sure y'all tune in to episode episodes 18. Amen. Um, and hear about overcoming the odds. Amen. So, um, that's all I got. Don't forget to support the show. Amen. Um, check out our other websites. I mean, our website and our pages on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're also on TikTok, both of us. Just search us out. Our names. You'll find us. Amen. Amen. Do you have anything else, honey? No, I'm, I'm poured out like you. I'm... I'm deplenished. You deplenished? I need a I need a refill up. Amen. All right. Well, we'll let Michael give his words. And remember, you are a diamond in the rough. Y'all have a good week, amen, and we'll see you next time.